Hello, and welcome to this episode of Sticky Note Marketing. I am your host, Mary Zarnecki, and I'm super excited to bring you this next episode in our guest expert series. Today, we have Cesar Hasselman. He's the founder and CEO of AMH Consultancy, and he's got over 20 years of experience in business strategy, acquisitions, succession planning, market share, team building. I mean, we could go on and on in this list, Cesar. So his experience and expertise has basically allowed him to help his clients identify opportunities, deliver creative solutions, and build businesses that actually deliver the kind of life that they are looking to achieve. So welcome to the show, Cesar. Happy to have you here. Uh, thank you, Mary. Thank you, everyone. Um, it's my pleasure. I'm pleased to be part of it. Um, it's good to be part of something that really delivers content for people who need. So bring it on. <laughs> Sweet. So if you guys are listening and if you listen to shows before, you know that we are focused on bringing you actionable advice, things that's not just theory, but things that you can actually put into practice. So that's what we're going to be sharing today. And we're going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear, I know, to my heart and to a lot of those in our community, which is how do we actually stay focused on building a business that's not just profitable, that not just is bringing in consistent revenue, but is also potentially developing our team members, you know, helping people develop their talents and then also helping us achieve that lifestyle and that experience in our lives, as well as our businesses that we actually started this whole adventure to, to get to. So let me ask you this, Caesar. So when you're thinking about that question, how do you build a business that's profitable and also creates a lifestyle that's <laughs> achievable and enjoyable, what are some of the first things that come to mind for you that people should have uh, in mind when they're trying to find that balance for themselves? Trusting others. <laughs> Trusting others. Yeah, Tell me I more. Believe, um, um, I believe that um, when we have a passion, so we, we start a business in different ways, right? So, um, But we have two to three main reasons why we have a business. The one uh, is start with a passion uh, mm. or you start with a need. Right. Um, and this could be based in opportunities. This could be based in different ways. But if we start with a passion, usually um, you 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 build it up a business that sometimes is micromanaged by you, which means you believe that's a lot of things that you have done and you're doing it. Nobody can do better than you. Um, and and that lock you in to a business that you need to work towards to not the other way around. Um, and also, if you are a person that is not too much um, in trust with your team members, um, this is also not going to allow you to let it go. Tasks that you don't believe that people can do better than you. Um, but people forget about it, that to arrive there, they have committed mistakes along the way. They have learned from that. Mm. So instead of holding that, if you can put outside, your way to teach people, understand people, allow them to, to commit mistakes, to take ownership, because that's the place that people stop to allow people to learn. When they start to do something wrong, they, oh, okay, I will do it for you. Or, oh, oh, no, that person cannot keep doing that. That's the time that you arrive in a place that you identify how to teach, coach that person to do properly, and you give it up on that. Mm. So 
and that keep you in change with your business because it does allow you to multiply yourself and the secret uh, of your culture will be based on that even if you believe that you have the best culture in your business and you do things like that make uh, you will we will not be aware how much that impacting on the whole business and how much that actually is working against you in your own culture. That's so interesting. So when maybe someone is listening to this and they're at that growth phase in their business, maybe bringing in new team members, maybe finally realizing that they can't wear all of the hats in the organization, what are the, some of the biggest mistakes you see people making when it comes to establishing culture as you're starting to grow to next level? Um, okay, we have we have completely probably have we have a lot of potential different ways to approach that. Um, but one way that I'm gonna say is every time that um, we try to change something and we feel a little bit uncomfortable, we start to trust in some key people of the business to give us a kind of feedback or, or, or some tips or you sometimes share more than what you should mm-hmm. uh, with some people to give you the confidence because being being entrepreneur, being a business owner is a is a solely trip, right? We don't have that many people to share things with or, or ask for advice. So what's What's happened in that case is sometimes uh, if, you know, if you don't have a clear vision of where you're going, you start to trust the people who makes you comfortable and mm-hmm. you start to push out the people who is pushing you to do better. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that it's easier for us to fire someone that pushes us to do something because it irritates us. Instead, we just think about, oh, okay, uh, that's not the, the right way to talk to me. That might be not uh, it's challenging, but... At the end of the day, that person's giving me tips or pushing me to go for a better place. And then you have another person that comforts you, that gives you a kind of uh, feel that you're doing the right thing, but actually it's not helping you to grow at all. And then you keep that person and you find the other one. So I say, hey, can you not see the opportunity that you're doing here? <laughs> no, that's such a good point. I mean, because I mean, there's a there's a difference between having processes that bring ease to what you do and feeling good about what you do. But there's also that trap of that being too comfortable. And like you said, only keeping people around you that are going to pat you on the back and make you feel comfortable, make you feel good, as opposed to someone who really can push you and potentially your business into an area that might be a bit uncomfortable, but really is where you need to be going. That's right. So, Good people on level, uh, they, they used to live on that stage of business. Every time the business has the cycle, every time that you get a little bit weaker, you do going to look around and going to see people that's a little bit upset, frustrated, that they're pushing you, they ask you questions. Those people, they start to become a problem for you if you look at them at how they communicate with you. But if you look at the reason why they're doing that, then you're going to start to learn from it. So are they pushing me because this is not right? Or is this not right? Or are they being um, not that nice? Or probably in the middle of the way, you're going to find an answer. And you're going to say, okay, so that person, I don't like them. But Jesus, they right. You know, and, and, and let's give them a hand and shut it up. And I will try to make him a little bit more comfortable or her. Uh, and I will take advantage from that hungry. Uh, he, he's hungry to grow. And so I'm going to take advantage from that hunger and say, hey, um, keep hungry. 
I'm gonna keep feeding your hunger, and then you help me to keep feeding my future. You know? No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So when we're we're thinking about people and processes. So I definitely am hearing if you guys are taking notes right now, everyone who's listening hopefully has their sticky notes out and you're taking notes now. <laughs> Remember, don't just keep the people around that tell you that you're always right. right? That's making everything comfortable. <laughs> what about the non-people part of it? So as people are reaching these new levels, as they're focusing on growth, this next level of scaling, is there a, a mistake that they is very common that you see when it comes to then the process? or putting into place new systems, because now as you're getting to a different level of your business, I'm sure in your experience, you had to change the way you were actually operating too. No, that's right. Um, I learned in a tough way what growth means in in different businesses that I have had myself in the past. And I'll tell you something, for more that people don't give the value for strategic planning as they should, because sometimes you use strategic planning as a kind of a joke, a, a joke or something that, oh, yeah, you cannot see, it's not tangible. Um, when come down to growth, if you don't know where you're going to, you're going to try things, different things, you're going to change things, they're going to make your team and your culture lose the respect and the trust in the process of your company. So... Is, is not about trying to save your company with somebody else's idea that's working their business because you don't know how much they pay, the price that they pay to make that work. And you don't know what they have behind that idea to make that work too. And maybe that never going to suit your business. It's a good idea, but in your business, going to break the legs of the things that makes you money today. And if you don't know that before you start to implement, when you see you lose people, you lose process, and you lose profit. So you need to have a journey. You need to, we, we, in my business, we do a roadmap before we touch anything. You need to have a vision inside of your business and then a clear vision, not what you think. And you cannot have that just for, from yourself because people are going to tell you what they want you to hear sometimes. And then, uh, and then you need to have the vision from outside of your business, you know. So, and then you need to have a vision about technology, and process procedures, and what else is out there that can I add new value, can cut people's time of doing same tasks, and also can allow them to do things that they really or they enjoy more to do it, or they're very good at. So, with that in mind, you can start to think about growth. But without that. Can you see how many things while you're growing you need to fix while you're growing or after you grow, which is even which is even worse because you will start to have a, a much faster step. So mm-hmm. your business got in a speed because of your growth that sometimes don't allow you to catch up to fix things in the past. So you're always running around your tail. So strategic planning and a roadmap for where you're going we will allow you to implement everything at once instead that step by step that's going to take trust of people away from you. I think that's so important. And, and I completely agree. I hear it from so many business owners, so many business leaders. Oh, well, I don't have time for the strategy. I don't have time to do planning. Uh, we got to keep sales coming. We got to work on our lead gen. We got to blah, 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 right? We're so busy working in the business. The strategy can wait. But I love what you just said, and I think it's really important, is without that roadmap, without the vision and the plan and the strategy for where we're actually going, 
you're going to have to deal with it at some point, but it may be when the boat is sinking. (laughs) You don't have time to actually implement either the right solution or a solution in the right way. And this brings us back for your first question, um, um, Mary, because the, the, if that's happened, that's going to take it away. Mm-hmm. Your personal time, your mm-hmm. family time, your friends time, because you don't believe in strategies. Mm-hmm. So strategy really being a key to building a business that actually gives you time freedom, that helps you build the life that you enjoy. So what are, what are some of the other keys that people need to be focused on? If they're, if they're thinking about, yes, I want to build a profitable business. Yes, I want to build a business that's sustainable, but I also want more time freedom. I want to run a business. I don't want this business running me. So to do that, you need to look at mirror and, and, and ask a question if you're ready. That's the first mm-hmm. thing. And then once you're ready, you need to put down all your guns, all your egos, everything that you holding you back everything that you don't want to listen to people so you need to be you need to be ready to really face the things that you might cannot see or you're not feeling like want to deal with like strategy (laughs) like strategy like talking to people like understanding what's boundary are so usually a company that um that is not working to a business owner. They have two key points that you're gonna find that even if they, they know, I will. I, I, I'm bad. You can bring them out uh, in a live show when we talk about it, because I bet I'm gonna find a gap on that. Uh, but usually, um, is a reactive business. Even mm-hmm. if they say proactive, it's it's thousands of ways that you look proactive but you are reactive, mm-hmm. um, and also yourself is not confident enough or not clear enough where you're going to be able to change that 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 game and your your culture is not as strong as it should is a fake culture for your eyes and then you have the internal in between like culture that nobody talks about mm-hmm. and that's the business make you work more So let me ask, so if we've got folks that are listening and that might be thinking, well, how do I know if if I'm in that phase? What are some of those indicators or warning signs or signals that people should be looking for to know that this might be a problem that I didn't even realize was here or that might be coming down the road for us? So if you have someone in your business that's always giving tips about what's going on, with people's uh, uh, behavior or situations, uh, you're right there. If mm. you you need to jump in your business 7 a.m. because you cannot trust that people are going to be doing the right thing from the start, you're right there. If you're not leaving to go home at the time that you want it because you want to check things, you're already right there. So um, it's very easy to be there. It's nothing that um, is unusual. That's part of being a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the only way to change that is when you set up a clear boundaries in between what you can do as a business owner and what others can expect from each other. And, and to be able to have a clear vision of that, you need to take your passion and your love in between that relationship and understand that properly. And mm-hmm. sometimes 
because we create that with so much love and so much proud and we are doing well we paying the bills we making money sometimes we are one of the best in our industry but even like that you're not still happy with your life you're not still happy with your relationship your personal relationship you're not still happy with how your business is running you're trying to find something it's because you're there mm-hmm. And that can be scary, I bet, for a lot of people is realizing that, oh my gosh, this isn't right. There's something that needs to shift or, or things that need to shift. And change is scary. Change freaks people out. So for someone who may realize, okay, yes, everything that you just listed, that's me in a nutshell. I'm there. Wow. This seems like an impossible challenge. How do you help people that might feel this sense of overwhelm of now needing to tackle this, what are some of those small steps that they can do to not feel so, you know, overwhelmed by this transition? So I like to use the mirror again, if you don't mind. So sit down in front of the mirror with a pen and a paper mm-hmm. and then put a list of things that's bothering you and, and feel in your gut, feel in your, in, in your real feelings you know so don't don't use that superficial and try to put it down the way you can see those things in words because you're gonna see that might gonna be coming to a reality something that you know but you never describe that way that allows you to deal with so and once you arrive there and you can put it there and if you have doubts so you ask open questions for people around that without bringing that to, to their attention. So just to a kind of search, right? You do a research internally without talking to people exactly what you're doing mm-hmm. to try to understand uh, if what you feel and what you can see and what you cannot see really are those problems. And once you're ready to face it, then create a roadmap that you can do it at once to not create step by step of things that change a bit because Mm -hmm. that's where people get lost Mm -hmm. when you start to implement one thing and people reject that you cannot go for the second thing or when you go into the second thing you already change the second thing in the way that's supposed to be because of people behaviors Mm -hmm. but they always gonna have a wash back and that's the reason why it's always good to have a third party coming to be the bad cop you know because (laughs) You can keep yourself because that's that's majority part of my job, right? You go there to open people's eyes. They say, hey, this is the boundaries. That's the way it works. You're being a jerk. So don't do this anymore. And then the owner cannot talk like that. The owner cannot say those things. But at the same time, it's a shock that the person starts to realize, get pissed off with me and then go back to the owner, which is the one who wants to do it and say, hey, I don't like this guy, and this guy's doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then he can say, why, why, why? Until the person arrives and realizes, say, hey, maybe I'm being not the right person here. But mm-hmm. this is the fast way that you can change things. Of course, not using the words and, and being with that rush that I just say, but you need, to, you need to allow people to find their mirror too. I like that too. But I love what you said, you need the bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> you you need that partner that can help you really be your wingman during the transition, right? So to to say the things that you can't say as the business owner. That's so, so you you lead them, right? Mm-hmm. People say, oh, it, uh, you can take the, the, the horse to the water, but you cannot make them drink, right? <laughs> um, 
if you if you make the 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 the, the horse run enough and be tired enough when they arrive on the water they will drink the water for sure <laughs> exactly so, so i know one of the things that you shared in the uh before we started recording was that in your career in your life you've had a variety of different experiences and pursued different interests and and passions and there may be people listening here that have pursued something, pursued an interest or a passion because they thought it was going to lead them or they thought they were building towards something that they wanted. But maybe they've gotten to a point where they want to change and what they've built doesn't make them as happy as they thought it would. How would you recommend that someone who wants to shift start that journey of changing from maybe I I built this because I thought this is what I wanted but actually, now that I'm here, this isn't exactly what I thought it would be. What happens then? I have done this so many times. I did that the last 12 months. Um, you need to be ready to pay the price of change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no change. No change is easy unless you 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 put a lot of money and you you don't care. Um, you, you might can have a a change without the pain, mm-hmm. right? But Change means learning something different, which means you will gonna go through pain, no matter if it's a financial pain, if, if an emotional pain, um, uh, if it's a physical pain, depends what you you choose. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready to to really do the work and really understand where you're going to, and all the things that motivates you today might gonna go away because all the things gonna motivate you in this new journey mm-hmm. you can you can collapse emotionally you can collapse financially you can uh, um, collapse physically depends yeah, how you how you deal with it so um but i'll tell you the price that you pay for change it's very little after you arrive at the place that you want it mm. so it's a, it's a big risk at the start is a big joy at the end right so maybe more more pain, but shorter time frame versus just staying in a place and a business that you're unhappy with. That's unending pain. Right? That's, that's you're, right. You're going to be in smaller pain, but for a long time. It is a comfortable pain, right? Because mm-hmm. you're paying your bills, you do your things, you know, you buy new toys or you do more trips just to, to lie to yourself that you are in a good place. You put better pictures on the Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. but the, the reality inside of you, you, you have a gap. Um, okay. if, you, if you choose a change, just understand um, sometimes it takes longer for you to get the result that you want from the change, but once the result arrives, you feel fulfillment, which is the best place for you to have, uh, to feel and have in, in business. I love that. Now, I know you, you've also written a book, uh, The Life Breakthrough. Is that something that you address in that? Or tell us a little bit more about what people can learn in that book. Yeah, I believe the book's consequence of everything that we're talking about. Um, the book is actually uh, talking about the cycles in life, right? We we don't respect um, uh, the weather, so we have the seasons are along the year, and then you can see that the trees, the flowers, every single the animals, they have the different routines in every single uh, um, season. 
we are the same, but we don't do that. We are the same. We have different feelings. We have different motivations. We have everything change every every season that we we go through. So I call that cycles, right? And because because our cycles are a little bit different than just based on the season. Um, you have cycles in your personal life. You have cycles in your business. You have cycles with your family. You have cycles mm-hmm. with your friends. So, and and these these mix it up feelings between business and ourselves and the people that we love. So this book is all about breaking those cycles to show people to be more consistent and understand better life, to make better decisions and allow them to really have one one life only that involves business but your life is your personal life so that that's the reason why this book supposed to be called life work balance because a lot of people talk about work life balance which is wrong it's a marketing tool to talk about something that doesn't exist because it's not wrong it's start with work you know and this book with first name was life work balance because if you don't have a life you cannot have a, a work right so that's that's the idea. You start to understand those things and understand those cycles will allow you to be able to give more to people after you have enough for yourself. That's so fantastic. So if anyone's interested in finding out more about that, we'll definitely make sure to to put the link in the notes that come along with this episode. But thank you so much, Caesar, for for sharing your your insight, your expertise. Hopefully everyone who's listening or watching, you have those sticky notes out and they're all filled up. We talked about some signals that you might have to be looking out for and some steps that you can take to make sure that you may be making a big jump or you may be changing direction or you may be creating a roadmap that you didn't have before, but the reward is going to be so worth it in the end. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Any parting thoughts, last uh, words, or actually tell us where people can find you because I'm sure they want to know more. Okay. So yeah, the people can can find me on the media through my name, Cesar Hasselman. Um, They can find me on my website, CesarHasselman.com. And the last message that I can say is um, if you have a strong culture in your business, doesn't matter what's happening in the economy, doesn't matter what's happening in the industry, you're going to have a business that's going to back you up at the time that you need it. But if that's not happened to you, check again what you need to do to change the culture. Fantastic. That's genius. So hopefully you guys are paying attention, listening in, and just the small tips that Caesar shared today could make a huge difference in the business that you're operating and the life that you're building. So thank you for joining us on this episode. Come back next time for our next guest next guest expert episode here on Sticky Note Marketing. I'm your host, Mary Zarnecki, and I will see you on the next episode. Bring it on.